All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast here on this Saturday, May 28th, 2022. Lust, lies, and murder put on hold again due to some more trending news that we had coming by way of three mass shootings in the last three weeks or to a month. So, unless you've been living under a rock, you have not heard about these mass shootings. The first mass shooting took place in Buffalo, New York at Topps Grocery Store. Um, apparently, the suspect at Topps Grocery Store sat and plotted on this store for some time before he decided to go inside the store and shoot and kill elderly people of African descent. Now, before he went into the store, he spoke with a gentleman outside of that store the day before he decided to go inside and shoot these people. I have part of that interview right here for you guys right now. Brady Lewis, Let's you were in that tops earlier this afternoon. We're going to get to that story. Uh, but you told me just a few moments ago that you actually spoke with the suspect yesterday, he was here. Tell me more about that. Um, I seen him and he looked strange in the neighborhood, but he had a genius shirt on. So I wanted to see if he was a genius. And we sat and talked about stream theory, critical race theory, uh, the beginning of civilization. And, and he seemed like he was a genius actually. Uh, he said he came up just to see the countryside and um, he was gonna go out Such a tragic, tragic event, guys. Now, the purpose of this mass shooting was due to the fact that this gentleman did not like people of African descent. He had a disgust in his soul for people of African descent. Even on his weapons, as I'm showing you right now in these pictures, he wrote on his weapons derogatory statements about people of African descent, calling them the N-word, he wrote a couple of names on the weapons as well. Um, I don't know what those names mean. Um, if you guys know what those names mean on those weapons, I did a separate short about it as well. If you guys know what those names are, let me know. I knew, do know one name that he put on the, gu uh, the gun is Dylan Roof. Now, if you guys don't know who Dylan Roof is, I also showed you Dylan Roof in the beginning of this video. Dylan Roof was a, a kid out of South Carolina who went into a church and shot and killed nine people. Don't quote me on that. I believe it was nine churchgoers who were also of African descent. So for him to have Dylan Roof's name on his gun means that this is something he's inspired by or someone he was inspired by to go into a grocery store and shoot and kill. I believe it was 11 people. Don't quote me on that. I didn't want to say the number because I wasn't sure. I didn't want to give you guys that number, but um, I have it right here in a, in a video that I'm going to show you here in a bit how many people that were killed in that in that shooting. So let's go right here, right? Let's just go right into it right now. How many people were killed inside of that Topps uh, restaurant? So here's a little clip showing you what actually took place inside of that Topps restaurant, uh, not restaurant, excuse me, guys, 
grocery store on that day. On Saturday, one of the victims is still in the hospital. Investigators say the gunman was motivated by racial hatred and drove 200 miles to target black people while they shopped. We have team coverage for you on this tonight. Our Emma Henderson is live in Buffalo where she spoke with a victim's family vowing to make change. And Isabel Lawrence spoke with Northeast Ohio leaders who are trying to combat hate here. But first, NBC's Chris Pallone has the latest on the massacre. Chris. In Buffalo, a memorial to the 10 people killed in Saturday's massacre is growing outside the store where it happened. Just ridiculous. I mean, you don't like people of African descent. You have this disgust in your soul for people of African descent. So you walk into a grocery store in a predominantly black area and you shoot and kill people of African descent. Now, after Dylan Roof, the outrage should have been enough for the NRA to say, we need to do something about these kids getting a hold of AR-15s, body armor, and going into certain places and shooting and killing people. But that wasn't enough. Right in the heat of this picking up steam and some sort of justice is being delivered, to this young man, a 69-year-old man in California walks into a church and tries to shoot people. Sadly, he ends up killing one man. This is not, I think, a week later after this guy then went into this grocery store and shot and killed these people. Those victims Here's brought here to Providence Mission Hospital in Mission Viejo. They were brought here in critical condition, but we have not received an update on their condition, at least at this point. Now, take a look at video from earlier here. The gunfire erupted inside Geneva Presbyterian Church in Laguna Woods just before 1.30 this afternoon. About 30 to 40 people, witnesses, were inside during a lunch banquet when the suspect opened fire. Sheriff officials say there's a total of six victims here. One of the victims died from their injuries on scene. Five others were also hurt. Four of them in critical... The hate against Asian people kicked up sometime about two years ago. So we have more hate being delivered upon people in a church. This time by a 69-year-old man, the full story about what actually happened or what actually brought this on is a little bit sketchy, but it's out there, the information that is contained or the information that has been given to the public is out there for you guys to check out if you want to do a little bit more research on this story. So we have that shooting, which I didn't even hear about that. The shooting in Tops in Buffalo was like a national story. I didn't even hear about the shooting in California until Steve Kerr got on uh, the basketball 
post-game interview and snapped and blacked out about it. If you guys don't know, Steve Kerr's dad was involved in a shooting, you know, that had to do with gun violence as well. So once I seen Steve Kerr say what he said, I'm like, is another shooting took place right after the Tops one? Because the Tops was still in the heat of the, on the of the public's mind. So that was still something the public was struggling to figure out when this guy did, did that. Almost as if, in the famous words of, my, uh, of Hassan Campbell, if you guys don't know who that is, it's almost like that incident distracted us from the Tops incident. Not to be a conspiracy theorist, which I'm not at all, but I did think like, wait a minute, but that shooting was not the one that made me think it was a distraction. It was this next one I'm going to tell you about. 11.30 a.m. in Uvalde, Texas. An 18-year-old Salvador Ramos shoots his grandmother in the face, jumps in a pickup truck, crashes into a ditch, in which I'm showing you the picture right now. And in this small video clip, we see him walking into the school, armed to the T, with body armor on. The report is that once he shot his grandmother in the face, she called the police on him. A chase ensued. He ditched and then went into the school. On Instagram, which I showed you guys in, a, in another video, he was posting to someone that he shot his grandmother and he was going to shoot her, and he did. Then he also told another female in text messages, text messages in which I have up here now, that he's going to do something. Didn't actually say what it was. Asked also, why didn't she respond to his gun picks? The text messages about, excuse me, not the text messages, the IG messages about him going to kill some kids was part of this conversation. This was said to someone somewhere else, but in about 1130 USA time. That's when he went to the school and barricaded itself inside of a conjoined classroom. Inside of that classroom, he shot and killed 19 elementary school children. After shooting and killing the 19 elementary school children, he also shot the teachers that were inside of that class. Let me show you guys just a couple of clips from this recent massacre. Guys, this is the second time 
elementary school children, as you saw in the clip I showed you in the beginning, has been killed by someone who has just killed or shot someone that they supposed to love and cares for them and then goes to an elementary school and shoots and kills children. After these clips, I want to talk about that briefly. Texas school shooting. That shooting happened yesterday around 1230 in the afternoon at Robb Elementary School. This is in a town called Uvalde, Texas. It's about 90 minutes outside of San Antonio. The student victims, second graders, third graders, fourth graders, and also two teachers were killed. The 18-year-old gunman is believed to have acted alone, and police say that he shot and injured his own grandmother Far before as Colorado. As Jonathan Coto reports this evening, the memorials are there to help a heartbroken community try to find some peace and healing. This memorial was created as a safe space where everyone can bow their head, say a prayer. Father God, I pray, Lord. Right now, over this beautiful city of Uvalde, God, I pray that you would add strength that your grace, your love, and your mercy, Lord, would shine over the city. And to honor the lives of the 21 victims whose lives were tragically cut short. We know, Lord, that you can take broken pieces and turn them into masterpieces, God. And at the center of this memorial in a circular formation, wooden crosses with the names of the victims who were killed on Tuesday, put there by the hearts of mercy and compassion. Pictured here right now is the young man who went into an elementary school in Sandy Hook and shot and killed elementary school children after he shot and killed his own mother. When I heard this story, I thought about that and I wondered to myself, is there a letter out there that Salvador has or is there someone out there that he spoke to and possibly mentioned the Sandy Hook shooting. But that shooting took place in 2012. So I started to think to myself, he was eight years old. There's no way he would know about that unless he did his research because of this other shooter in Tops knows about Dylan Roof. That means he's seen things on social media. Social media is many people's eyes and ears to the past and possible future and present. So it's easy to go on social media and find these stories and to be inspired by them if you have something dark inside of your soul. So it's easy to find this information if you also want to do something as evil as this. You walk into an elementary school and you shoot and kill 21 people after you just shot your grandmother in the face. Now, there's a clips on the news about people who knew him in high school and say that he used to hurt small animals and that he was not bullied in high school, but he used to go around picking on people. And when that failed, he would become angered. So this would anger him that he was not able to basically make people mad at him. So he seeked out some type of, I guess, validation. Hence the reason why he would message 
random people on IG to let them know what he's about to do. To call him a sociopath or a psychopath is to say the least. In instances like this where we see things happening on social media, um, I heard uh, someone mention the algorithm on these social media sites is crazy. I posted the video on TikTok and my video was removed immediately. You got this guy talking about murdering his grandmother and murdering children. And the algorithm does not pick that up. Does not flag him. There's many different things I see posted on social media that people are not flagged for because if it has enough likes, comments, and views, they don't want to take it down. But if you block a simple conversation I post and a picture of a gun, you should block those same videos that promote that same hate. Any videos that promote hate, any videos that promotes people to go out there and murder 19 children should be removed from the Internet. The videos that bring educational uh, outlooks and try to enlighten people or bring awareness should not be move, removed. So with this current situation happening in uh, Uvalde, Texas. There are rallies going on today. They were going on yesterday outside of the NRA convention to possibly do something. But you have people who don't want no change, who don't want anything to be done because they want to keep their guns. These people are people like guns, this man here. The gun itself, they blame the the uh, the fact that they exist, um, that nobody needs an assault rifle, nobody needs 30 rounds. They blame all of those, uh, but they never. It's never the individual. It never falls back on the individual. Um, and and being so naturally, the people that abide by all the laws go through all the right processes to obtain these uh, these firearms. The reason that for years, Columbine, Parkland, Virginia Tech. Sandy Hook, Rob, Tops, the church in South Carolina, the church in Cali. The reason this stuff goes on for years is because of the logic you just heard spewed from this gentleman's mouth. We can't blame the guns for killing people. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yes, People with guns kill people, idiot. So if you don't have a gun, you can't kill people. So make that logical. You're angry, you're pissed off, you have some trouble possibly going on inside of you. So you spew this crazy logic about the fact that you want to keep your gun or how hard it is for you to get a gun and it shouldn't be punishable upon the public to not be able to get guns because someone goes out with AR-15s and shoots and kills people. This cat 
was 18 years old and was able to purchase ammunition, guns, body armor, and etc. They don't even let you smoke at 18. In certain states, you just getting your license at 18. Yet, someone allowed him to purchase guns, ammunition, and he went online and purchased body armor. There had to be certain restrictions to these online websites that can pick out when people are under age or if they share a certain age, they should be blocked from purchasing things like this. Also, when they're searching things, because you Google search things or you look up certain things, once again, the algorithm, whatever algorithm is out there, should pick this up and automatically these people should be put under the radar. If you take a picture right now, if I take a picture right now, and I have enough memory in my Google uh, Cloud, Google automatically puts that inside of the Google Photos. Then they start to create these little movies about pictures that you take, which means somebody in Google can see these pictures when I take them. But you can't see when people search names and hey, whoa, red flag. Let me reach out to somebody and let them know to go check on this guy before something bad happens. When a lot of times, let's be truthful, when things don't happen to you, you don't care. That's 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 a legendary saying. If things are not happening to you, you don't care. This gentleman in his video talking all of that smack, had one of his children been killed if he had one? Had his mother been shot? If she's still alive or someone that he loves dearly, murdered by someone with a gun in a massacre, he would feel some type of way and probably wouldn't be spewing that logic that he's talking about. God forbid any of that happens. I didn't say it would. I would just say if it did. We have to be careful on what we want to protect and what we don't want to go out and be proactive against as well. If the NRA gets to a point where they come up with some type of law to where these guns are not accessible so easily, legally, we need that to happen immediately so there are no more Parklands, there are no more Sandy Hooks, there are no more Virginia Techs, there are no more Columbines, there are no more Rob Elementary Schools. There are no more churches getting shot up. And there are no more grocery stores getting shot up. There were even Walmarts that were shot up in the past. We just had a gentleman in New York City randomly shooting at people in the subway station. A lot of people would say that the devil has his grip on the United States right now. If you're religious, you believe that. But if you're a realist, you see that a lot of people are full of hatred. Even in the comment sections of videos, more videos that produce hate have more views comments and likes than videos that are positive. This video right here might get viewed 
a hundred times, one comment, two likes. If I was sitting here talking crazy, talking about people killing each other, dying and cursing and using a lot of vulgar language, spitting a lot of uh, venom out of my mouth, this video would possibly get 100,000 views, 10,000 likes, and 20 comments. People love to see negativity. The negative people who are out there feed off of this. These things become like a leech and they attach to them. And they suck all the good out of them and produce evil. Hopefully, something can take place to where we never have to have another elementary school shooting again. Rest in peace to all 19 of those children. In this picture, I'm showing you the amount of children they have identified and the two teachers. They have not identified the other children, which means that those children suffered badly at the hands of this cowardly 18 year old. Guys, something has to be done. A lot of times things like this happen and we send our condolences and we show anger, we show disgust. We have a conversation as we are now and then we go back to living our lives until we're somewhere or our children are somewhere and they become the next victims in a mass shooting. We then start to talk about, send our condolences, become angry and go back to living our lives. Unless those family members of ours were affected in the incident, then that lasts forever. I'm gonna let that sit on y'all for a minute. With my understanding, Compared with your understanding, we can create a greater understanding. You've been listening to the podcast today here on this May 28th, 2022. Rest in peace to all those that were lost in mass shootings. I will see you guys in the next podcast. We will talk to you next weekend. And I'm out. Peace out.